Before you try and sell anything to anyone, make sure that you're using your content to connect with them. And that all starts with listening to what they need, what they want to hear from you, the problems that they're having, and then you can provide content that solves those problems. And they can start to trust you. They can start to see that you can be relied upon not only to show up, but also to listen to them and provide solutions to them. And ultimately, that is going to convert more people into buyers. Hello and welcome to the Audience Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Hutchison. And on today's episode, I'm going to be teaching you how you can turn browsers into buyers. Now, we all love browsers, lurkers, whatever you care to call them. These are the people who are paying attention without really engaging with your business online. But one day, fingers crossed, they will pop up and make an inquiry or you'll make a sale. But what we want is for that second part to happen more often. So we want to turn more of these browsers into buyers and we want to do it faster. And that's what I'm going to be covering in today's episode. So let's dive in. I want to start by giving you a definition of a browser. So a browser is a person who looks casually through publications or websites or at goods for sale. Another definition of a browser might be a person who takes up your time and attention without any return. Now, that might sound negative, but as I've said, we actually love browsers. But we need to help our browsers switch into buyer mode. So I'm going to take you through the steps to do that today. Step one is to understand their motivations. What do they want from you? And what are your motivations? Because if you're only in it for the money, that will shine through. If you're only in it for the fame, that will shine through. If you don't love what you do, that will shine through. But the good news is, if you have a bigger mission, that will also shine through. So what's their motivation? Is it to buy from you? Not really. They're not thinking about you or your business. None of your customers wake up thinking, I want to buy from that person today. Unless you've created demand unless you've created excitement, unless you've created a mission, and unless you've created community. So I'm going to go in on what community means and what I'm talking about here. Community is going from trying to persuade your target audience to buy from you, to selling with ease to your loyal fans. Now, which of those sounds better to you? Selling with ease, right? So what's the easiest way to create community? The easiest way to create community around what you're doing is to demonstrate a clear and engaging mission. This can't just be about you trying to grow your business and trying to separate your browsers from their money. So what's my mission? My mission is to take entrepreneurial women from overwhelmed and overlooked to confident and fully booked, ideally without spending money on ads. And step two, is to work on your mindset. Now, if you've listened to this podcast before or you've worked with me in any capacity or we know each other, then you will know that I am not a fan of woo. And actually, when I started my business, I really didn't think that mindset was that important. That has changed. Over the years, through growing my businesses, I have seen that I have had to change my mindset around mindset. You need to believe in what you're selling. And it can't be fake sincerity either. Your potential customers need to believe in you 
and in what you're selling. And this permeates through every aspect of your business. I was speaking to a client on the phone earlier today and we were talking about her pricing. She'd recently put her prices up and she was wondering whether she had done the wrong thing. And I asked her, do you really believe in your new pricing? Do you really believe that what you're offering is worth paying that amount of money for? And she said, yes, she did. And I said, great, then your pricing is good. As long as you believe that you are delivering value equivalent to what you are charging, and you're not priced crazily compared to the economy and demand, then your customers are going to believe that too. What we don't want to happen is we don't want to be seen as desperate to make the sale. Your integrity and your determination to deliver an excellent service or excellent products to your potential customers needs to always be more important to you than making the sale. Otherwise, we can all smell desperation a mile off. And step number three is to get practical. And this step is broken down into three different stages. Stage one is the warm up. Your potential customers are sending you signals all the time. So if you want to start selling more to more people, you need to start by listening more. So I'm going to give you an exercise. I would like you to list down. Obviously, if you're driving just now, come back and listen to it later. I would like you to list down three key questions that your customers ask you. This is so that you can get into the habit of thinking about what your customers want and need and really listening to them. Because once you're doing that, then you can start creating communications that will bring them on a journey from browser to buyer. Let them know about you and the brand. Show your face. Back in the day, it felt like even small businesses needed to behave as if they were corporates and we needed to put up this pretense, this facade. Not the case now. Now people want to see who's behind the brand. Whether you're a solopreneur or you have a team, they want to see the people who are going to be delivering the product or service for them. So show your face, show your team's faces, and then be of service and provide value. Before you try and sell anything to anyone, make sure that you're using your content to connect with them. And that all starts with listening to what they need, what they want to hear from you, the problems that they're having, and then you can provide content that solves those problems. And they can start to trust you. They can start to see that you can be relied upon not only to show up, but also to listen to them and provide solutions to them. And ultimately, that is going to convert more people into buyers. So really try and connect with people by answering their needs. We have emotional needs and we have practical needs. You can answer your audience's emotional needs by creating supportive and relatable content. And you can answer their practical needs by creating how-to content. And that applies to any type of business. It's really important to try and educate before you try and sell. So you can educate people about your business, you can educate people about your mission, and you can educate people on how you can help them. I always think it's akin to behaving like a five-year-old. See if you can answer the five-year-old's question, but why? But why? So every time you think, oh, I'm going to say this to my audience, think of them coming back to you with this five-year-old question, but why? And then see if you can push yourself a little bit further to make that content even more interesting or even more explanatory or even more simplified. And also answer that most human question that we all have most of the time when we're making multiple decisions per day. What's in it for me? Why should your audience pay attention? What's in it for them? Apart from you trying to make money, 
What's in it for them? And if you can answer those questions, then you're going to come across a whole lot better and your content is going to be a whole lot better and your sales are going to be a whole lot better. So I'm going to give you some examples of the type of content that you might want to think about creating if you have a variety of different types of business. If you have a soap company, your customers want clean hands that smell good. So show them the products in use. Show them behind the scenes of your making process. Show them the ingredients, where you source the ingredients from, and show them shots of soft hands. If you are a massage therapist, your customers want to feel relaxed and revived. So show them video footage of treatments in progress. Offer them a free download of the relaxing music that you play so that every single time they listen to that music, they're going to think, oh, I really need a massage and you're going to pop into their head. If you have a wedding dress company, your customers want a dress that fits perfectly and is unique. So show them the latest wedding trends. Show them your unique interpretations of those trends. Show them close-ups of dresses and stunning brides looking radiant in your creations, because that's the end result that they want as well. If you run a business community, your customers want to learn and feel connected to each other. So show them community members and what they're up to. Show them working together. Show them bouncing ideas off each other. Give them an inside tour of the membership. Show them the platform and how it works. Sometimes it can feel intimidating joining a new membership. So make sure that they feel welcome. Show them testimonials. If you run a math subscription box, your customers want their kids to get better at maths. So show them demonstrations of maths exercises that their kids can learn from. Once you've warmed up your audience with this type of content, then it's time to move on to stage two, which is the sell. And if you're thinking, oh no, I knew we were going to get here, but I wish we hadn't got here so fast. Have courage. You will learn if not to love selling, then definitely to like the results that it brings. And sometimes it can help to think of it as building relationships rather than selling. So I'm going to run you through some of my top tips for more sales success. Number one, listen. Number two, don't be pushy. Nobody likes a pushy salesperson. Number three, talk about outcomes, not features. Now, let me give you an example from Audience Growth Club. So I'm going to run you through the features of Audience Growth Club. Weekly trainings, weekly Q&A sessions, a private online community, and bonuses. Now, does that get you excited? Possibly not. Now, let me run you through the Audience Growth Club outcomes. Here goes. By joining Audience Growth Club, you are going to gain more followers, more engagement, more predictable and increasing monthly sales and revenue, more opportunities to collaborate, guest and potentially speak, and a fully formed content plan that you, yep, even you, will be able to stick to consistently. Now, doesn't that sound a lot more interesting than those features that I mentioned? People want to know what's in it for them. More of my top tips for making more sales. Number four, respond in a timely manner. If somebody makes an inquiry, sometimes it can feel a bit daunting and we don't know quite what to reply. Maybe if you're quite new in business or this is a new service that you're offering, you feel a little bit self-conscious about replying. So you leave it and leave it and leave it. And then before you know it, weeks have gone by and finally you get around to replying and it's too late. Surprise, surprise, they've moved on to somebody else. So make sure you respond quickly when you do get those inquiries coming in. Number five, establish real urgency. Nobody likes fake urgency, but we all need a little 
prompt to take action. I signed up to an online course this week and I would not have signed up were the doors not closing on a certain date. I think it was Monday. I needed that prompt. Otherwise, I knew that I was going to miss out. And number six, be prepared to overcome objections. I'm going to run through some objections that you might have heard. And then I'm going to talk about what people are really trying to tell you. If you've heard it's too expensive, then what they're really telling you is that you haven't shown them the value yet. Now, this one comes with a massive caveat. What you sell will not be affordable for everybody. So what I am not saying here is that you should be forcing anything on anybody or encouraging anybody to get into debt. Absolutely not. Quite the opposite. No sale is worth that. However, some people will have the money, but they might feel that what you're offering is too expensive because you haven't shown them the value. So it's always worth having a think about whether it's too expensive is a statement of fact or whether there is something else at play. And maybe you haven't done a great job of selling your product or service. If you're hearing the objection, I don't have time, you have not shown the value of the service that you're offering. Because hopefully, if you're selling a business to business service like I am, then you're going to save people time. If you're hearing the objection, it's not the right time, then you have not shown the urgency. You have not announced when the doors are closing and people feel like they have forever to sign up like me with that course. If you're hearing the objection, I'm not interested, then there's probably no point in arguing. This person is trying to tell you that your brand or your community or your mission is not for them. But it's still always interesting to get feedback. So you could ask for more detail if you want. Some of the practical things that you can do to make more sales are to create a database of potential customers and start contacting them. Maybe you've got some browsers who are hanging out. Maybe they're dropping the odd comment or the occasional DM and you just haven't thought of them as a potential buyer. Pop them on your list and then start contacting them. Focus on selling one thing at one time. You'll hear me talk about Audience Growth Club a lot at the moment because I am selling that group program. However, it starts on the 23rd of May. So after that point, you will not hear me talking about it so much. I will move into another phase in my business. If I was to try and sell you multiple things at one point in time, you would become overwhelmed and you would not be able to make a decision. In fact, your only decision would probably be to stop listening to me because I was just throwing too many different things at you. You can create a database of previous customers and contact them for feedback. It's amazing when you do this, what you will find out, what progress people have made since you worked together, for example, or since using your product, what results they've achieved. And then maybe there's something that you can help them with now that they're at a new stage in terms of what they need. You could also create a package of products or services and offer it to a key segment of your audience, potentially for a limited period of time. I really like identifying who I think my different services will be best for and then contacting them appropriately. If you're listening to this and I have never contacted you directly to recommend one of my services to you, then please don't read anything into that. And if you think that one of my services is right for you, please contact me because none of us can get this right all of the time. 
But I guarantee that if you start doing this some of the time and creating these little lists of people who you think you have the perfect solution for and you start reaching out to them, that's a crucial point, you will start getting better results. You can also put down the pen, put down the mouse and stop working and start networking, whether that is online, offline, in person, locally, nationally, internationally, it is rocket fuel for your business. So definitely don't rule it out. And my favorite, I've talked about this already, but personal outreach, direct messages, voice notes, personalized videos even. There are apps that you can do that with really easily. Drop me a DM on Instagram if you want the names of a couple of them. These are things that you can do to strengthen your connections with potential customers and clients. So exercise two, again, come back to this later if you're driving, make a list of five people you could reach out to today and then decide how you're going to do that. Could you challenge yourself to create a video or send a voice note rather than just a text-based message? Always listen first and then sell. Ask your audience what they want before you try and ram the wrong thing down their throat. You could try and create a referral scheme or simply ask for recommendations. That can be really effective. I've had a lot of clients come to me that way. And a big one is to send more emails. If you listened to last week's episode, then you will have heard me talk about this. Emails achieve a conversion rate on average of between 1% and 3% compared to only 0.71% for social media. In other words, you will make more sales if you send more emails and ask for the sale. And stage three is the follow-up. So whether it's a yes or a no that you get, don't forget to follow up. That might sound a bit strange, but 60% of customers say no four times. In other words, the fifth time they say yes and become a customer. Yet 44% of salespeople give up after one follow-up call. So there's a gaping chasm there of missed opportunity. 70% of salespeople also stop at one email whereas follow-up emails have a 25% response rate. So those salespeople who stop at email number one are missing out on that 25% response rate from those follow-up emails that they could have sent. So send more emails, people. Grow your list, grow your network. And if this sounds scary, I know, but I believe in you, you can do it. And if you need help, then you know where I am. You can keep learning audience growth tactics with me for free via this podcast. You can join my email list. You can follow me on Instagram and have conversations with me on there. And you can join my free Facebook community, the Audience Growth Collective. However, if you are ready to accelerate and elevate your audience growth, then the Audience Growth Club is a no-brainer. And it's also a no-brainer to join the waiting list because everybody on my email subscriber list will be offered a discounted price for the next cohort. So make sure you subscribe today at NikkiHutchison.com and click on the Audience Growth Club tab. We'll also share the direct link to the waiting list in the show notes. for joining me today. I hope you've enjoyed hearing some of the ways that you can turn browsers into buyers and sell more stuff in your business starting from today. 
On next week's episode, I'm going to be talking you through just a few ways you can create a content schedule that you can stick to. This is one of the hardest things for business owners today to achieve, that consistency in content creation. So that's what I'm going to be helping you with on next week's episode. I look forward to seeing you then.